it's time for Coffee with the Chicken Ladies, a podcast for people who love chickens. Hey everybody and welcome. It's Chrissy and Holly from Coffee with the Chicken Ladies. And we're here and this is episode number 11 of our new podcast where we talk about everything chicken, family, fun, and more chickens. More chickens. We drink a ton. I'm talking a ton of coffee, but most importantly, we hug chickens every day. Every day. Don't forget to hug your chicken. We brew coffee from a local coffee house here in Bel Air, Maryland, Coffee Coffee. What kind of coffee are we brewing today, Holly Ann? Oh, it was that salted caramel delicious stuff. So yummy. It's really good. So if you're local and love great coffee and wonderful scones, head on over to Coffee Coffee. You will not be disappointed. It's February. It is. <laughs> this winter is going along. We've complained on every episode. <laughs> Clearly, wow. clearly we're not fans of winter. But we did hear some good news. What's that? Well, I, I would say fun news. So apparently in France, a national law was just passed that protects, and I quote, the sights and sounds of the countryside. Right? And that is specifically one of the sounds that was mentioned as being protected. That's awesome. So in the whole country of France, your neighbors cannot make you get rid of a rooster because they're growing. That's so awesome. I thought that was fantastic. Viva la France. Yeah, take it. So every day if I have Magpie in the car. Now, Magpie is my niece, my my goddaughter. The who, mini chicken helper. The mini chicken helper. Yeah. And I have her during the week. And when we play the podcast just to listen to it, she hears the rooster. Now, whenever she hears a rooster, she says, Cece, because she calls me Cece. So, Cece, chicken. Oh, that's cute. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, she's like all in love with the rooster crow. You'll have to teach her how to save Ricardo. Yeah. She loves the rooster crow. So, I mean. He does have, I mean, I'm biased, but he does have one of the best crows that I've ever heard. Everybody hears it every time they listen. That's right. It's really good. So, (laughs) spring, it's coming soon, right? Please, for the love of God. (laughs) We're a little over a month away. I mean, okay, the other day, I was so cold that I had a heater on my back and a heated blanket on top of me. (laughs) Still was cold. I was like, I'm not made for winter. No, me either. It just isn't my favorite. I've never liked it. So, um, yeah, I'm out there, like, dancing away with them. I'm like, I'm cold. I got to move. I have gloves on. My hands are still bitter under the gloves. Yeah, some of the cold wind we've had lately has been really rough on my hands. It's been warm corn all the time. Yeah, I've known the, we're doing a lot of the warm corn. I put some kale out for the rescue roosters the other day. Oh, yeah. And sometimes they don't eat it right away. I'm and not- they'll pop out the next morning and eat it. But it was frozen solid. It's like a kale chip. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> I've noticed they have weeds, and some of them like the kale, and some like the corn. Yeah. So you would think they like gobble it all up at once. No, like Iris. Uh huh. She wants the kale. Okay. She is like, forget the corn. She oh, that's loves funny. the leafy greens. And then Gertie's out there like, mm, get out of my way! I want this corn. Going the corn, yeah, yeah. She wants the corn. So just buying our time until we're at. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about flowers and seeds and warm weather. I figure at March 1st, we can sort of shift and decide that we're almost at spring. Yeah, that would be good. Just pretend there... If, if snow happens, it's just a random spring snowstorm. Oh, come on, spring. Okay, so why don't we just take a minute to tell you about Iowa Blue Farm. It's a woman-owned, family-run, 
all-natural chicken tree company in the Midwest. And we love supporting those woman-owned businesses. Yes, yes. They make 100% all-American oven-dried black soldier fly grubs for all kinds of poultry. Chickens, ducks, geese, turkeys, anything that you have poultry-wise or that might like these grubs, they love these grubs. We talk about the, the blue bag. They see it. They see the blue bag. They lose their mind. They come shrieking and flying. That the one that makes me laugh the hardest when there's a hen. She just has to fly past everyone else oh, to get yeah. to the treats first. Oh yeah, definitely. So they are power packed with extra protein, extra calcium, calcium. Mm-hmm. and all those things that are going to help us get into the spring and get healthy eggshells, healthy chickens. So I mean, it's a treat that you can really feel good about. So absolutely. If you have not checked them out yet, head on over to iowabluefarm.com. If you want to try their feed, they have awesome organic feed, and they have the grubs. You cannot go wrong with Iowa Blue Farms. Absolutely not. Everything is grown with love, shipped with care, and shipping is always Always free. free. Okay, so this is when we move on to our breed spotlight. (laughs) So our breed spotlight this week is what... It's one of your favorite breeds. I know you don't have any of them yet, but I know they're on your list. Yes. It is the Speckled Sussex. Speckled Sussex. Well, I should say it's the Sussex, but we're talking about the Speckled for the most part. Which, when we started doing all of our research on it, like, you think that that is just, that's the chicken. The Speckled Sussex, Sussex, right. But then when you start to read and research it, you find out it's the Sussex. Right. So, yes, this is one of the chickens that I want. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're on my list too, but they're not as far up on the top of my list as yours are. I just, I've had chickens that are hard to integrate because their personalities are so strong. Yes. That I basically want a chicken that is a sweet chicken that's going to integrate with my other sweet chickens. So we know we have the babies. We have the lavenders, the gertie, Uh the mystery chicken. Gertie, the mystery chicken. So speckled Sussex, I think would go great with the lavender. Oh, they probably would. They are a very old breed of English chickens. They, they are. originated in Sussex County, England. They're a dual-purpose breed. They're beautiful. They're extremely popular. They're even gaining popularity. Yeah. Because I think they have that magic combo of being beautiful and their personalities. They're, they're sweet. And Speckled Sussex is just fun to say. Yeah, Speckled Sussex. <laughs> so, I mean, like you said, they're... Old English. The thing that I found that was really interesting is they were from the Roman era. Yeah, their their um, forebears are, are quite old. They've been around for a long we're time. We're talking, I looked it up, 43 AD. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's far, far back. That is a long time ago. And the Romans brought them over to Britain. Uh-huh. And basically, what I was reading is that the Victorians were the ones that set their popularity and made them famous. Well, the Victorians went, it's that hen fever. The Victorians went crazy with the chickens. They went crazy, and they are the people that sent this chicken-like popularity through the roof. Yeah. So, of the Sussex breed, the speckled is the most popular. There's lots of colors. Lots of colors. The American Poultry Association recognizes three colors of Sussex. The speckled, of course. But there's also a red Sussex and the light Sussex, which has the Columbia pattern. Which kind of looks white. Right. It, it, they've got the black on their 
tails and necks. It, right. it looks just like a light Brahma, right. but it's a light Sussex. They are considered a rare breed in the United States. They're currently on the Livestock Conservancy's recovering list. Which, that makes sense to me, that they're yeah. recovering, because they're more and more popular. Right. And again, they're not a chicken that does well in an industrial setting. Again, great for farms, homesteads, backyard chicken flocks. That's when I was I was researching, and they went off the map. Yeah, when the chicken industry yes picked up yes because they're not going to lay you know like a leg right. burner or anything else. So the those hens, chickens fell off the map. Exactly, the hens start laying late. You know they're going to be laying in eight months. Right. You know they're not going to be laying quickly. They don't really fit a lot of the industry standards. Back to the speckled, they are. Absolutely beautiful chickens. They are. And they actually lay four to five eggs a week. That's pretty good. Which is pretty good for a larger English breed. It is. So it's probably a big egg on the bigger side because they're a heavyweight chicken. And they said that the roosters are pretty large. I would imagine they are. I imagine they're gorgeous too. Yes. The hens lay like a a cream or light brown egg, similar to the Swedish flower eggs. Very Pretty cream color. Yes. Which looks beautiful in an egg basket. So the appearance, again, we're talking about the speckled. The feathers are described as mahogany or bay, like a bay horse, and they have a black and white spot at the end of each feather. Gorgeous. Uh-huh. And like the Swedish flowers, the speckled Sussex get more speckles with every molt. The black spot on the feathers is iridescent green, so when the light hits it, it looks absolutely gorgeous against those mahogany-colored feathers. Do you know what it reminds me of? What? A bottle of wine. I can see that. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're just like this gorgeous chicken. Uh-huh. You're going to look at, you're going to think of like a re- nice deep red wine. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, what could be better? And they're sweet. Again, all your happiness buttons are pushed right there. They are. And oh, the other thing is they love to forage, yeah. which is good. We've it always is good. said that in a breed of chicken, you want them to want to free range and forage. Absolutely. So again, they're very English in type, meaning they're like those big feathery puppy chickens. Yeah. They have single combs. Red earlobes and white legs. It's, it's they're not white, white. You know, it's a they're pale like color. a light yeah. cream. They're a heavyweight breed, so you may need a lower roosting bar in your coops to prevent leg and foot injuries. This is what I do. Because okay, let's put it this way: I have a lot of Morbington, right? right? <laughs> so I always have a higher roosting bar uh-huh. and a lower roosting bar, right. so they can pick where they want to go. Sure. If they if they feel like they want to go up high, they're good with that. If they want to go low, they can. It's a good idea to have two two roosting bars in there. I think so. My big coops actually each have three roosting bars. That's awesome. And that's just because the top one is so high. We didn't want anyone jumping down from oh, yeah. that far. Uh, the two smaller coops just have a low perch. Yeah. They don't have more than one because they're just not huge. But yeah, I agree with you. Multiple roosts are a very good idea. Definitely. Especially with a mixed flock. So these guys, no surprise, are good winter layers. They're good for winter. Uh-huh. They're cold hardy. Yep. So they would be good, you know... Just to have in Mid-Atlantic where we are, yeah. out west, anywhere, you yeah. can have these guys. Yeah, you want to watch them when it's super hot. They're going to be a little heat sensitive. Yep. Yeah, fans, electrolytes, all that stuff. Again, we, talk, we said they like to forage. They're known as being active but still really calm, friendly, and easy to handle. What I was reading is they love to follow you around. Oh, that's cute. So we've learned through having Orpingtons, they follow me everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're walking, they're just like, it's so cute, too. <laughs> they want to waddle, you. like, but they can't run fast because they're bigger. Right. Like, oh. It's very cute. So having a little, another little one follow us around would be super fun. Yeah. They're also good lap chickens. Can't you know, that's something that. we love. I mean, a chicken that wants a hug. Right. Chicken in the hammock with you. The hammock broke. Nuh-uh. I need a new hammock. Good heavens, that's tragedy. There's chickens. Do you know how many chickens have been in those hammocks? A lot of chickens, oh, I know. 
Remember, it broke when we were video chatting. Oh, I think I do remember that. Was it? And Sophia was on it with me. Yeah. And we had the chicks. Yes, I do remember that. And the bottom support rusted, and it finally just gave way, <laughs> and we were talking on video, and then we screamed, and we ended up on the ground. I do remember that, yeah. You should the lavenders. Yeah. 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 That I was last yep. summer. Yep. You do need a new hammock. I'm like, look, these chickens love being in a hammock. They do. The other thing we found is you can find them easier. Uh, absolutely. So our place that we normally get on the mill is our farm supply store. They haven't had them really yet. I want them to have them. They were supposed to have them one year. I didn't. And you ended up with Bard Rocks instead. Yeah. Which I love my Bard Rocks, but I had looked and drooled over that I wish know, list so pretty. for months. Yeah. So I would love for them to have them since they're more popular and yeah. people will take them. If not, you and I are hitting a road trip somewhere near. <laughs> yeah. Well, and absolutely. We did see some breeders selling them at the Maryland Poultry Swap. We did see a lot of people selling them. Because they're on the Livestock Conservancy's conservation list, you can plug in your zip code and see if you have anyone local who's breeding them. If you're just looking for pet quality birds, my pet chicken carries them. Yeah, you can have them. You can go on there. The other thing is, every time I go on those, some of those sites, they're out. Oh, they've sold out already? They've sold out. Yeah, they're very popular And now. actually, I think I put myself on a waiting list to get emailed. Like, okay. When it, yeah, so it's hard sometimes because they are so popular. Yeah, now. yeah. So that, yeah, that's... They're the popular, ones. and chickens in general are super popular at the moment. Super popular. Yeah, so overall, um, we've just added Speckled Sussex to our list of chickens that we really want. Every time we talk about a chicken, yeah. it gets added to the list. I know, I know. I mean, we're going to need like 100 coops. Joe and Pete are going to be building away. <laughs> Come on, guys, build another coop. I'd rather just buy them and have them delivered. Well... I mean, there's pros and cons to that, you know. We'll buy the coop, build the run. Yes, that's, that's generally what, we, what we end up doing, yeah. So, should we move on, do you think? I think so. I think we're ready to move on to our main topic today, which this one is great because Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah, Valentine's Day is in a few days, and so we wanted to talk about chicken love. Yay! So, we're talking about therapy chickens. Yeah, therapy chickens. Oh my goodness, we started looking into therapy chickens, and it's amazing. It is. I honestly had no idea we would find so much information. So much good stuff on therapy chickens out there. Now, we've all been on social media and seen those pictures of the seniors and the senior yeah. centers. Yep. That is legit. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. There's different types of places that are out there that have chickens that go to different senior centers, go to senior living places, nursing homes, right, and bring these chickens in. Oh, yeah. And it's no surprise to us. They are smart. They're wonderful. They're adaptable. There are lots of ways that they can provide therapy. What you were yes. just talking about was visiting, like almost in a Petzl Meals capacity. Correct. So hospitals, nursing homes, assisted living centers, all of those so, yeah, as I was reading, I found this article written in 2016. It was in Psychology Today. Okay. Essentially, the article is about the possibilities of using chickens as therapy animals. And they noted that there's a residential facility in Santa Barbara, California, where the patients receive a stipend, okay. a financial stipend, to care for a pet chicken. And the author of the article noted that taking care of a chicken can be very good for you if it's relatively easy and it's not overwhelming. Right. You can see where it could be overwhelming. So, like, if your chicken Absolutely. has some health problems, right. it's it, it's hard. But if you have too many chickens, if you're, it's, right. Yeah. But if you just have one chicken that you're taking care of, it's relatively healthy. Sure. It's younger. It could definitely. So, here's the thing. People with depression, anxiety, it's proven fact that animals of all types can help bring these things down. Bring your stress level down. Bring your anxiety down. Oh, yeah. Bring your blood pressure down. 
So why not bring the chicken in right. to I mean, this measure? They, yeah, they're great as emotional support animals. I've seen where they were reading buddies oh, for yeah. kids and adults who struggle with reading aloud. I posted a picture a while ago on Instagram of Ella reading to the chicks. To the chicks, yeah. When she was yeah. five. Uh-huh. And, you, you know, it's like you just love to be... And then if they learn to be with you, they're going to want to be around you. Exactly. And again, relieve all these things like anxiety and stress and everything else that makes your day worse. Yeah, chickens and any other animals that are present during therapy sessions can be really helpful for patients that are dealing with mental health issues. Oh, yeah. So, and really, most of us crazy chicken people can tell you how good chickens are for your mental health or in emergencies. Yes. And, you know, I've said it multiple times, either on social media here, they are my zen. So there's something very therapeutic about going back to your chicken run, your chicken coop, letting them out. You're sitting with them. They're free ranging. Yeah. They're always in motion. Right. They're always doing something and just watching. It's oh, very yeah. therapeutic. Or the ones that come and sit on your lap. I love that. And they lay down and then you're petting them. So why not be chicken? You right. Know, therapy. Right. So during our research, we did find the very first certified therapy rooster. <laughs> his name is Winston. Yes, his name is Winston and he's in Ohio. And basically it all started with a family that had an 11 year old son. He had some anxiety. He wanted animals and they're allergic to dogs and cats. So the mom got chickens. Right. And then the city ordinance is like, you can't have these chickens. Okay. And she's like, I'm not giving up my chickens without a fight. Right. So she went to the council for six months. Zoning meetings, that sort of thing. Yeah. And basically fought. And then what happened is it did not change until her son came in with Winston. Oh, okay. And so they could actually see him with the rooster. And what happened? Yeah. So now Winston is actually certified therapy chicken. Uh Uh-huh. He goes to many different places, right even down to the flea market in the local area. Nice. Aw. We read a really touching story where a woman who was dying of cancer in hospice, one of her dying wishes was to meet Winston. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it just touches your heart. Aw. And he laid on her in the bed. And he said that she couldn't speak, but that her whole body language was different. Yeah. With this chicken with her. So, I mean... All animals can calm us, so why not a chicken? Absolutely. And there have been multiple studies on the subject of animal-assisted therapy, including therapy with chickens. They find that a patient's high blood pressure and stress levels are decreased. Their pain levels can tremendously improve. Depression, anxiety, self-confidence. Oh, yeah. All of these things can be mitigated simply by the presence of an animal. It's kind of amazing. I mean, your brain is powerful. Let's yeah. put that out there. Your brain is beyond powerful. So, you know, if if you're feeling pain or feeling anxiety, your brain's going to rev it up. But if you have something, someone in there to help calm you down, right. say your chicken, your dog, your cat, that's going to help you. Of course. So these therapy chickens, I mean, it's a real deal. And I, you know what? One day I would love to meet Winston. Oh, that would be amazing. I would love it. He is so cute. He's a bantam rooster. He's very cute. And apparently he wears a red bandana. (laughs) I love it. Every time he meets people. So, I mean, he, apparently it's in his bloodlines because his little brother, Theodore. Is also a therapist. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And his son, Muffin. Muffin. That's too cute. (laughs) So we need to meet this family. Definitely. So, I mean, it's just so cute. I mean, it's you, adorable. If you want, if you have a chicken that you think would be really good at 
at therapy, you can look into getting certification and doing this kind of volunteer work. Yes, you can. You can go to, once you're certified, you can go to senior living facilities, to hospitals, Uh hospice, and make people happy. If that's something that you think your chicken would be good at. Right. Generally, healthcare professionals will be helping tailor the program with their patients and with you as a chicken therapy provider. And again, there are chickens that visit, but there are also cases where people get their own therapy chicken. Oh, yeah. Where they actually keep one. I've read a a couple studies where people chose chickens initially because they were less expensive to care for than, say, a dog or cat. I don't know. I don't see that. I I know. I thought the same thing. (laughs) Clearly, they're not looking at at us when we go to the feed store. No. (laughs) But again, you know, just stroking feathers and listening to chicken noises can just help me relax and feel like all is right with the world. Here's the other thing. When you go out there, I I posted a video a while back of me walking out treats. Uh Uh-huh. They're like basically sitting there wagging their tails. It's so cute. It really is. And they just resonate like love coming from them. Uh Uh-huh. So these chickens can make somebody's day. Yeah. So, you know, if if you feel like you have one of these chickens, please look into getting them certified and getting them out there to meet people and making them feel good. That's what we wanted to do with Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah. It's just feel good. Talk about this. It's just so cool. It really is. If you're looking for more information, there is a Human Animal Bond Research Institute. Awesome. That's actually what it's called, the Human Animal Bond Research Institute, that has conducted studies on all kinds of things, cardiovascular health, aging, cancer, isolation issues, and all kinds of other quality of life issues. And their research focuses on the human-animal bond and how it benefits physical and mental health. Oh, yeah. They're a nonprofit organization, and they've just conducted myriad studies on these relationships. We're putting a link to them in our show notes. Really, it's worth checking them out if you have any interest in this subject at all. Yeah, and if you have any interest, just Google therapy chickens. Yeah, you'll find tons of information. Tons of information, tons of articles, and you'll even find Winston. I mean, I just love reading about him. He's the cutest. He's so cute. Small but mighty. That's what they said he was, definitely. (laughs) I I agree. Okay, so do it. Go out and look at, you know, look at the therapy chickens. So... Now that we've done that, I think we need to crack some eggs. Okay. Because it's the time of Valentine's Day. Right. And oh my God. (laughs) So I really developed this recipe with my Valentine in mind. Okay. Because he loves the chocolate and the peanut butter. You also know Joe. Yeah. He is about chocolate and peanut butter. Right. So so cracking the eggs this week is a chocolate peanut butter tart. And we are going to be eating a chocolate peanut butter tart. We will. Yeah. Yeah. So to be perfectly honest, as far as this recipe goes, it's we're really focusing on the tart crust. It's a rich tart crust. It has one egg in it. Okay. It's pretty easy to make, even if you're not great at tarts. You can you can you know mix it by hand with okay. a pastry cutter, or you can do it in a food processor. Okay. Which takes like twenty seconds. I love the food processor first. Yeah, things. it's a really really forgiving tart crust. So essentially, you make it, you refrigerate it for an hour or so, roll it out, put it in your tart pan. Okay. I, as always, included the gluten-free and dairy-free variations. Okay. The beautiful thing about the gluten-free is it's really hard to overwork it and make it tough. Okay. Because there's no gluten in the gluten-free flour. So we have to deal with a lot of stuff when you're gluten-free, but that is one tiny advantage. Well, now that there is regular, kind of per se, the flour is regular flour without the gluten. Pretty much, yeah. 
I mean, when we we cook stuff for our days together, and I mean, I'm getting better at doing it. Oh, yeah. Great. So, I mean, like, when you use the gluten-free flour, you're like, this is just like regular the one, flour. The one flour, literally, you can cut for cups, switch it out. Exactly. It makes it, it really, really easy. Well. So, if you don't feel like making a tart crust, you can also make, a, like, a cookie or graham cracker crust. That's what I was thinking, quick, too. Quick and easy. That's really delicious with this pie. You can go buy a graham cracker crust if you oh, just yeah. want to you know, save the time. So once you've made this, you want to chill it for a little while to get the butter or dairy-free butter nice and cold. And then you're going to bake it like 25 minutes before you fill it. Yeah, because the fillings aren't baked at all. That's why I said, really, this recipe is about the tart crust. Oh, yeah. The fillings are very easy. So you bake it, you let it cool. And then this crust can be used for so many different variations. Like if you didn't want to do a peanut butter chocolate, you could make it raspberry chocolate. I was going to say you could do berries or Pretty much anything, yeah. Okay, so the peanut butter layer is just cream cheese, peanut butter, some sugar, a little bit of butter, and a little bit of vanilla. Mix it together, spread it in the crust, put it in the freezer. Then you make a chocolate ganache to go on top. Super easy in the microwave. Oh, yeah. Half a cup of heavy cream, dairy-free. I used oat creamer. creamer. The oat creamer and a cup of chocolate chips. Put them in the microwave for about a minute. Stir it till it's smooth and shiny, you know, the way you want ganache to look. Yeah. Pour that on top of the chilled pie. Put it back in the fridge for an hour or so to firm up. Voila, you have a gorgeous, gorgeous tart for your Valentine. For your Valentine. Yeah. I mean, we all know the way to somebody's stomach, uh, heart is through their stomach. Heck yeah. <laughs> it works for chickens, it works for us. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds delicious, and I cannot wait, because as you all know, we try and eat all of our recipes. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't mind testing this one. No. This, this was an easy one for testing, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh-huh, good stuff. So... On the lines of Valentine, uh-huh. we figured for our retail therapy, it's going to have its own theme song now. <laughs> I love retail therapy. Uh, yeah. Well, retail therapy, again, we're just keeping it fun and lighthearted this week. It's all about Valentine's Day because, okay, we all love Valentine's Day. Come on. It's great. It's a Hallmark holiday. In my house, I'm like, I'm the Valentine. You're my Valentine. I'm the Valentine. <laughs> We've never made a big deal about it. Like, we get each other cards. I usually bake Pete something, and he usually gets me flowers. Yeah, I usually get, like, it. flowers and something. But it's just all day. I'm like, I'm your Valentine. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Valentine. And I've been Joe's Valentine for 28 years. Hey, so that's let's true. Say. Well, just in case he needs a couple of reminders, Retail Therapy this week is the top five Valentine's Day gift for the chicken lover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we love these because yeah. we get to look up stuff that we like, we think everybody else might like. We do that every week anyway. We do that but, every day. But, what are you kidding? Right, right. <laughs> but this week. So what we did was we wanted to take a look into Etsy. Yeah. And find some stuff on Etsy uh-huh. that us chicken lovers would love to receive for Valentine's Day. Right. So the first thing that we did was we looked up some jewelry. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can't go wrong with jewelry. Yeah, we found some chicken necklaces that were... I mean, there were tons of chicken necklaces on Etsy. A lot. I mean, tons. One of our favorites was a pendant uh, at Rosie's Design Studio, and it was a pair of Orpingtons. Yes, that was so beautiful. And it was different. Yes, it is. I Like, when I wear jewelry, I have a lot of chicken jewelry. Because I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I like to wear something that's like statement, you know? Sure. So when somebody sees it, they're like, that's really cool. Right. So this one I, I thought was really cool. It is. It's really nice. I love it. It, it has the look of an old... The hip hop times on there. Right. It has the look of an old illustration. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when somebody sees it, they're going to, first of all, know you love chickens. Yes. And second of all, they're going to be like, that's really cool. Yeah, right. And I thought the price was pretty good. It was $18. Yeah, dollars Yep. So, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. There were a lot of other chicken necklaces on there, too. There were a couple of different stores that sold essentially what was a chicken charm. Right. And then an initial charm. Oh, we like those. And a birthstone charm. Yeah, yes. they were really cute. There so were several could, of them. You could do your initial, or you could do your chicken's initial. You could do your chicken's initial. I that like would that. be cute. And her birthstone. Her birthstone. <laughs> they would all be in the spring. Right. <laughs> so. What's April's birthstone? <laughs> diamond. Diamond. Okay. You can't get her off. Chickens and diamonds. You're uh, going. Yep. Yeah. So we saw those. And then while looking. We've given this Etsy shop of retail therapy before. It's Rose and Magnolia Creations. Uh-huh. She has handmade beaded bracelets with chicken charms. Yeah, really cute. And bangle bracelets. Uh-huh. Love them. Yeah. Again, you can wear a lot of them at once. Yep. They're cute. They have charms. So we were looking at all the jewelry. Right. And I mean, okay, let's look at this. It's February. Right. It's cold. Right. The second thing we looked up was chicken blankets. <laughs> This is not blankets for your chicken. No. This is blankets for you with chickens on them. Yes. And there were a lot of them. There were, I was surprised at how many there were. Like everything from chicken quilts to sort of printed fleece throws. Oh, I mean, you could get a quilt made pretty inexpensive. Some of those quilts were beautiful, too. There was one that had like all different kind of patchwork and it was like $36 on there. Maybe that's the starting price. It must be, because that was pretty ornate. <laughs> it was. But, okay, so they even had, like, January, February, March, uh-huh. or, like, sofa under a blanket. <laughs> yes, have you, you've said that a few times. Because <laughs> that's all you want to do. Right. Yeah. So, why not have get a chicken blanket from your Valentine? I love the idea. I think a chicken blanket would be fantastic. You know what? What? You could get a chicken, a picture of your chicken. Uh-huh. And have that put on a blanket. You can. I know that's a possibility. You can do that. Yes. I'm not sure if you can do it on Etsy, but Google it because I've seen it done. Because I got the best Christmas gift ever from my cousin. Yes. She made us a coffee with the chicken ladies blanket. I saw that. You should put that on our Instagram feed so people can have a look at it. Did I? Did I? Put, I haven't put it on Instagram. I don't think I? so, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, so I always cover up with that. So but, my face is staring at you. <laughs> it's a picture of myself. <laughs> That's fantastic. Our logo, everything. So, yeah. <laughs> so you can't go wrong with the chicken blanket. No, I love the chicken photos that are on that blanket. Yeah. And chicken blankets just feel, makes you feel good. <laughs> now, when you're under the chicken blanket. Yes. Maybe you could be reading some chicken, chicken books. books. Right? <laughs> Now, I don't know that we're going to find these on Etsy. It will be wherever you buy your books. Wherever you buy your books. Local bookstore, whatever. Okay, so we just talked to Jeannie Keys. Yeah, so Click With Your Chick would be really high on our list of chicken books. I love that book. Yeah. That book is amazing. So you could sit under your chicken blanket. Yes. And think of the ways that you can train your chickens in the spring. That's right. Because she does mention that in the winter, she doesn't bring them in to train them because we don't want to take away their um, their acclimation to the cold. exactly. So you could just sit and read up, figure out which clicker you're going to get. <laughs> you could, It would be amazing. The other thing you can do... While wearing your jewelry. While wearing your jewelry, <laughs> under your blanket, reading your chicken book. What else would be super fun would be 
planning your spring cocktail garden and yes. perhaps even picking out your chicks as you look at Kate Richards' Drinking with Chickens book. And having your Valentine make you a cocktail oh, out of heck that yeah. book. One of the warm things in there. Oh, yeah. We love Kate's book, Drinking with Chickens. We do. That book is amazing. We love cocktails. Yeah. Her cocktails, we make them all the time. They're so good. And it's a book that you love to look at. Yeah, the photography is fantastic. The chickens everywhere. I love Kate's chickens. They're so, that, so funny and so cute. Those two books would be great Valentine's Day yeah. for your chicken lover. Well, yeah, I'd say so. Okay, so here we go. You're wearing your necklace and your bracelet. <laughs> You're under your chicken blanket. You're under your chicken blanket. Reading your chicken books. You're reading your chicken books. What do you need? What do you need? We obviously need coffee. A cup of coffee. And? <laughs> I think it should be a coffee with a chicken lady's mug. Shameless potion. <laughs> Number five gift for the chicken lover on your list is the coffee with the chicken lady's logo mug. Which you can find on our Etsy shop. <laughs> which you can find on Etsy. It's really okay. a shameless promotion. Shameless, <laughs> shameless but I'm sorry. These mugs, we got the extra big mugs yeah. because I love myself a big mug. Me too. So they have a lot of capacity. More, ch- <laughs> more, uh, more coffee in your mug. And the other thing that I really was insistent upon is that it's dishwasher and microwave safe. Okay, because do you know how many times I have to reheat coffee? A oh, lot. Me too. Constantly. Constantly. And... The other thing is, which we made sure of, that we put the print on both sides of the smoke. Right, right. So, whatever which way you're drinking... You can see chickens. You can see chickens. Chickens. While you're reading your chicken book under your chicken blanket, wearing your chicken necklace. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we forgot. We actually have six things. We do. What's the last one? Chicken artwork on Etsy. Oh, oh, yes, we did. Okay, so we look, and there's a plethora of chicken artwork on Etsy. Yeah, chicken drawings, like, like you know, oh, original yeah. chicken drawings, paintings, watercolor Prince. paintings, sculptures, ceramic sculptures, prints, more than you can imagine. So on Valentine's Day, you can say to your Valentine, this is all I want to do, is sit in a chair under my chicken blanket, wearing my chicken drawing. Reading my chicken books, drinking my coffee out of my coffee with the chicken lady's mug, and looking at your chicken art. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you don't that better than that is a chicken rich Valentine. <laughs> so chicken rich, yes. Now, do you get better than that? No. Oh wait, a maybe, box of chicks, which we should add a number seven. <sighs> What's chicken number seven? Wine for at night. Okay. Open up a bottle of wine that has a chicken on the label. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it, it's endless. It is. So you're all set up for Valentine's Day. Your Valentine, this is what I always say. I have a Pinterest board that I leave for Joe and the girls. Uh-huh. I just put ideas up there. Yeah. So that I put a whole bunch. That way I'm surprised and they can still have something to pick from. I personally think that you should put some pictures of uh, Speckled Sussex chicks up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Joe wants a chick this year. He does? Yes. Okay. So I don't know. What's he going to name? Is he serious? Sus- Yes. Okay. He wants to name it Spicy. <laughs> spicy, the speckled Sussex. I like it. It works. <laughs> so All right. that might be his Valentine's Day. Yeah. Well, we have devolved into a very silly Valentine. Yes. But you know what? Fun. It's a fun day, even very. though it's a Hallmark holiday. And we all have to stay in. We can make the best of it. Yeah. It's a good way to mark the, what, you're two months into winter and you have another month to go. When you're way under a blanket yeah. with a cup of coffee. <laughs> and, oh, I forgot. We also have our chocolate peanut butter tart that we'll be eating while we're under the blanket, reading the books. Yeah, I was going to... 
put some kind of a chicken decoration on it, but I just haven't figured out how to do that. You could draw a chicken with royal icing or something. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Or you could, that. I have the chicken cookie cutters, put that on there and kind of put the icing in and then take the yeah, chicken. Yeah, you could. Up. You'd have to make sure the ganache is really chill, but you could do that. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that tart needs some chickens Or sprinkles. Yes. You absolutely could do it in sprinkles. It would be cute. Yeah. Draw a chicken in sprinkles. Yep. You could. So I think we kind of have to get out of here, but it's been so much fun talking about Valentine's Day. Yes. We hope everybody has a great Valentine's Day. Yeah, have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Next week... What are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about another one of those super popular chickens, the Silky. Oh my God. (laughs) We're also going to talk about house chickens. House chickens. That is going to be so much fun to talk about. Yeah. Our crack in the eggs is floating island. Oh yeah. Which is a, a poached meringue. Yes. And then our retail therapy is pom-pom comb pomade. We talked with Ray from COVID Pluckers. Yeah, that'll be great. So we'll have that little interview for you. So have a great snuggly Valentine's Day. (laughs) Sneak a chicken in. Sneak a chicken and hug a chicken for Valentine's Day. Oh, for Valentine's Day, hug all your chickens. Hug all your chickens, yes. I think that's good good advice. Don't forget to hug them. And give them something for Valentine's Day. Treats. Yeah. Isle Blue care. Farm. Go on Isle Blue right. Farm and order yourself some of those crops. You cannot go wrong. A little bit of warmed corn, a little bit of kale. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to the chickies. Definitely. Okay, <laughs> well, everybody, until next week, we'll see you later. And don't forget. Hug your chickens. Every day. Bye-bye. Bye. If you'd like to see more of us, please follow us on Instagram at Coffee with the Chicken Ladies. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help us grow the podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to become a patron of the show so that we can bring you even more high-quality chicken content, please visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash coffee with the chicken ladies. Thanks for listening.